There is a war being waged right now for your soul that has been going on since the beginning of time. A war that started out of jealousy for God's creation, you and I. A war for power, and the enemy will stop at nothing. He seeks to kill, steal, and destroy everything that God has created through you. It is time that you put on the whole armor of God that you may stand against the schemes of the devil. This episode is sponsored by Paymax Tactical. Paymax Tactical is a law enforcement owned and operated company that serves both law enforcement agencies and citizens alike. I had the privilege of working with uh, one of Paymax's new devices called the Lion device. It's a blank fire device similar to a flashbang, but not a flashbang. And the best part is it requires no paperwork to purchase or operate. The Line is a reloadable and reusable impact-actuated distractionary device that is designed to offer a safer and more reliable yet cost-effective means for breaching operations and scenario-based training. The unit accepts .209 shot shell primers, 9mm pack blanks, 12-gauge mini shells, all in one unit. Let me tell you from a personal standpoint, every man and woman serious about their tactical training should have one of these strapped to their chest rigs. There's no question about it. After seeing this device perform for the first time, I stopped training and I instantly purchased one. It's very robust, easily used, and can be quickly reloaded. The device and the cartridges are available on their website at www.pmtactical.com. Welcome to the Warhorse Podcast, where we talk about combat, life, success, failures, and our walk with God. I am your host, Jason Pike, former U.S. Navy SEAL, combat veteran, and follower of Jesus Christ. I am often asked specific biblical questions, so I decided to do a Q&A on topics my audience requests, and this is one of my most commonly asked questions I have received to date. In this episode, we discuss homosexuality as it pertains to sin in the Bible and answer the question, can a homosexual enter the kingdom of heaven? The main thing we as Christians must do is come to God and seek his wisdom on matters such as this. This is a very heated topic that has caused much turmoil for over 1,500 years. So let's get to it. In many people's mind, being a homosexual is something that is out of one's control just as a color of their skin, height, or hair color. The Bible clearly states that homosexual activity is sin, but let's go a little bit deeper and get down to the truth of this matter. Before we dig into this, understand this episode is in no way condemning those who choose to exercise their free will to live this way. I merely seek to educate those who love God and want to better understand His Word while removing the hate imposed by the world. At the end of your life, only you will be standing before the great throne of judgment seat of God. It's extremely important that you remove your feelings on this matter and seek God's wisdom. The Bible says in Jeremiah 17:19, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? We cannot trust our hearts to guide us, only the word of God. What does God say about homosexuals? The word homosexual wasn't used in the Bible until around 1946, give or take. The original word translated into man with boy or man with man. Throughout time, humans have redefined many words in our language, but rest assured, no matter how far we go back, it always returns to male with male. Homosexuality is sin. Leviticus 18.22 says, You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. 
Leviticus 20.13, If a man lies with the male as with the woman, both of them have committed an abomination. Jude 1.7, Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulge in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Romans 1.26-27, For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchange natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. Romans 1.26-27 teaches that homosexuality is a result of denying and disobeying God. When people continue in sin and unbelief, God gives them over to even more wicked and depraved sin to show them the futility and hopelessness of life apart from God. One of the fruits of rebellion against God is homosexuality. 1 Timothy 1, 9-11 Understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, the sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to the sound doctrine, meaning that goes against God's creation. It's important to recognize a couple things. First, God never intended for humans to live in homosexuality or sin, period, which is a result of Adam disobeying God in the Garden of Eden. And second, these verses show that it goes against God's plan for us. 1 Corinthians 6 9 proclaims that those who practice homosexuality and therefore transgress God's created order are not saved. 1 Corinthians 6 9 through 10. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Scripture disaligned homosexuality with thieves, the greedy, drunkards, revilers, and swindlers. So at the end of the day, being gay is merely sin that some are born into or have been confused by the culture we live in. The Bible does not label homosexuality any greater of a sin than any other sin we live in. How many times have you heard children or teenagers say that they have felt for years they were the opposite sex or attracted to the same sex? Thousands, if not more, across the U.S. every year. I want you to think about a sin that has a stronghold over you. When I came to God, He revealed sins that I was living in, and I was able to walk away from some of those sins because I didn't desire them. Rather, they seemed to be more cultural focus. But there were sins such as lusting that I could not overcome no matter how hard I tried. Some were addicted to alcohol, drugs, pornography, and even attraction to the opposite sex. Can you relate to this? We are born into sin, and even as Christians, each of us struggle with our own sinful nature, which includes homosexual tendencies for many. As for my stronghold sins, I had to call on God and faith that only He could remove those desires for many years. 
but he is faithful and he heard my prayers. The sins I once couldn't overcome are no longer in my life. Lusting, masturbation, desiring other women. It's hard to believe that it's possible for one to overcome these things, but in Matthew 19.26, Jesus assures us, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible, and I, as many, are living proof of this. There are many people who have homosexual thoughts or simply attracted to the same sex, yet have never acted upon it. Although this is not classified as sin, it is an indicator of our fallen nature. Scripture tells us to guard our eyes and our heart. Matthew 6.22-23 The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Proverbs 4.23 Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And what this means is what you think about, you will seek out and become. Therefore, we must fight the desires of the flesh on a daily basis. Galatians 5.17-21 through says, For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. To break this down in a manner that is understandable, a person who has accepted Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior will not choose to live in a homosexual life such as those happily parading the streets in San Francisco, California, Austin, Texas, or anywhere else in the world. Those who have been saved have truly been reborn again and no longer alive to self and are sealed with the Holy Spirit who will guide them out of the sin in their life through what is called sanctification, which is Christ-like growth. Each are convicted based on their heart's desire to overcome these sins and live an obedient life to God. Although we cannot say who is saved or not, we can look at the characteristics of a person and either see Christ or sin. As a Christian, it's paramount that you understand God's Word and what it means to be Christ-like so you can identify what is godly and ungodly in your life so you're not living in sin and taking the chance of missing your salvation. It is the most important decision you'll ever make in your life. 2 Corinthians 13, 5-6 says, Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourselves? that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test. I hope you will find out that we have not failed the test. In life we will fail, but if you find that you are constantly living a life that has the characteristics of Satan, it's more than likely you have not been saved. If your heart is not in the right place when you come to God, more than likely you will not receive salvation because God knows your intent. Nowhere in the Bible does it say if you come to God once and say a prayer, you are saved. 
Not anywhere does it say this. It says to believe in the one he sent, whom is Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior. Repent and turn from your sins. This is not an option, rather a command. You have free will given to you by God to make that choice or not. You can live a life of sin and allow Satan to drag you down to the pits of hell, or you can commit your life to Christ and enjoy the fruits of his promises. When you accept salvation through Jesus Christ, you become a child of God. John 1.12 says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, which means Jesus has covered your sins and washed you clean, sanctified, justified, and reborn, no longer being seen as a sinner in the eyes of God. 1 Corinthians 6.11-12 through 12, And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. People may not always be able to control how or what they feel, but they can control what they do with those feelings. We all have the responsibility to resist temptations. Ephesians 6.13 says, Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand firm. We also must be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And we must also walk by the Spirit, so as not to gratify the desires of the flesh. Galatians 5.16 says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. We have all been entangled in Satan's trap, but God has sent us the best gift we could ever receive, His Son. A gift you cannot earn, but is free for the taking if you truly desire that gift. So, can a homosexual enter the kingdom of heaven? What you as a human deem as a homosexual may indeed be a child of God struggling to overcome their stronghold in life. If that person has accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior and struggling with homosexuality with a desire to leave that lifestyle of sin and walk Christ-like, then in God's eyes they are not homosexuals. They are a child of God and shall enter the kingdom of heaven just like any other Christian struggling with sin. If that person said a prayer one time and returned to that sin happily living in it, then biblically speaking, no. They are classified as a sinner who has been separated from God by sin, by choice, and unless they accept Christ, repent of their sins, and turn from their sins, they will spend eternity in hell, which is separation from God, with those who live in sin that are not even homosexuals. If you are dealing with sin, especially with homosexuality or tendencies of homosexual acts, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Shame is an emotion that Satan put into us in the Garden of Eden. Satan will use others, even misinformed and uneducated Christians, to condemn you instead of love you where you are and speak God's truth to you. God loves you. And yes, he wants a relationship with you through his son, Jesus Christ. If you're struggling and want to talk to God, I want you to pray with me. And if you're listening, please pray with us. Heavenly Father, 
we gather together and come into agreement in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the person we are praying for who desires to overcome their struggles with the same sins over and over again. The sin of homosexuality or homosexual tendencies, Lord. Only your blood can overcome the power of this sin, the sin of Satan in their life. Your word says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. We believe in your promises and call to you to change the lives of those struggling with this deep-rooted sin. It's in the name of your Son we pray. Amen. If you are struggling and would like to talk to us, please send us an email. Until next time, be blessed. There is a war being waged right now for your soul that has been going on since the beginning of time. A war that started out of jealousy for God's creation, you and I. A war for power, and the enemy will stop at nothing. He seeks to kill, steal, and destroy everything that God has created through you. It is time that you put on the whole armor of God, that you may stand against the schemes of the devil.